Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Andrew. Hello, Will. And welcome to Water Martial Arts Television. Thank you for uh, coming on board and looking forward to talking to you about Warrior Season 2 and also about um, Season 1. Uh, the first big question is, you play a key character conceived by the late Bruce Lee. How did you find your place in the role, knowing whose shoes you're filling? Because in a sense, you're playing the Bruce Lee character that would have been in this show when he first conceived it. How was that? How did you find sort of the the, the process of getting into being the character that Bruce Lee uh, created? Um, given that Bruce Lee is an iconic martial arts legend, you've got to then step into those shoes and and almost become a sort of Bruce Lee character. Yeah, I think I, 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 Will, you're a martial artist yourself. I'm guessing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So you know, like I think it's the same. It's a similar principle, um, so I, I can met- metaphorize uh, yeah. martial arts stuff with you, which is cool. Um, it's like, you know, like when uh, you're learning, a, uh, let's say, a formal punch um, yeah. on a kidney kick or whatever. Now, you can see the master, how, you know, your master might be, you know, your teacher or someone ahead of you in the class might be doing that technique brilliantly and beautifully, or, you know, they might have made this. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, come up with this thing. Um, but all you can do is do your do it to, to the best because you know you're different. You know you've got different yeah. uh, um, angles to your body, your different lengths, different um, uh, different things you have to to different strengths as well. So I think all all it was is going okay. Well, I I, I can't. I mean, and they, they they cast me, you know, knowing that I I was just doing what I wanted to do with the character, and I think that's what mm-hmm. Bruce Lee himself would have wanted. You know, I think his whole philosophy about expressing yourself and not trying to duplicate others, um, and finding your own way, and not um, replicating the master, but going after what they were seeking. I think 
that was the philosophy I think I brought to it, which was, this is my take on this character. This is my, uh, um, I, there's, at first there were lots of, um, you know, watching his films and um, reading biography and his life and his philosophies and, and, um, and that stuff. Um, but then it was like, okay, well, this, this character is, this is in Jonathan Chopper's world. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, and, 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 and if Bruce Lee uh, was still around, you know, and he was too old to play the part, he wouldn't want someone to do a imitation of him. Maybe yep, there would be yep. elements of his style or what he believed in or, you know, those, those things. But it wouldn't be mimicry of Bruce Lee himself. So I kind of operated on, under that kind of philosophy of this is me doing this character to the best of my ability for Bruce. We're going to throw in some nods um, and styles, and that's a, a pinpoint, uh, a kind of a, a guiding point to, to how he fights and uh, an element of his character, but it's not the whole character. Um, so it was kind of under that philosophy, like like when you do martial art techniques, and you have to really, um, you might see someone else do what you think is better or how you would like to do it, but you can only do your, you know, you know punch in your way to the best of your ability or kick to your way to the best of your ability. Um, so it was, it was very much under that kind of philosophy. Well, and, and you do and it very well. I mean, it, it's very um, convincing and unique, and I think it's a really cool take on uh, on a character. So, hats off to you for that. Uh, following on from that question, what is your martial arts background, and did you continue training with that whilst you're out in South Africa? Or, or you know, so just first thing, what's your martial arts background, and and how did you bring that to bear in the character, if at all? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I did it for quite. I was quite. I'm quite an obsessive person. Once I get my mind on something, it becomes my life. Um, yeah. So when I was about ten, um, played Tekken. I play. Uh, I, I grew up Jackie Chan films and the, the, the cool. Jet Li. I did actually grow up with, Jet, uh, with uh, Bruce Lee films, um, and, and he only really came to my life around Warrior. Um, cool. But. Um, so yeah, and my dad, my dad, he was a chop shinkai, almost black belt. Um, so he, he would, and I was bullied. So I, yeah, I had a, you know, I, I studied a lot. Uh, at the time, I did taekwondo for about three, four years, and then I got injured, uh, big injury on my 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 gluteus maximus minimus and uh, hamstring, and so I couldn't kick and it hurt, and I couldn't walk for. Um, probably uh, maybe up to a year, I couldn't walk properly. And still, to this day, uh, it, it, it can sometimes cause problems. Um, so I uh, had to had to change then to something more, with less kicks, because yeah. it just hurt and I couldn't walk. So I, I went to the Shaman Temple UK, yeah. uh, trained there for a bit, and I trained with some of the disciples there um, in um, Tufnell Tufnel Park. Tufnel Park. I can't remember Tufnell Green. Well, I can't remember the place now. Down by the railway. Um, yeah, 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 down by the railway. Um, it's changed a lot now, I think. And they had different classes, their foundations and, and stuff. I think um, they had different disciples who would teach out there because I was all the way from Surrey. Yeah. Um, so it was a very far, a long way for me to travel, about two hours. Um, and uh, I tried to train in different classes. I did a bit of sand arts, a bit of uh, uh, those foundational 
um, what they teach the, the temple, which isn't quite Wushu, but it's uh, yeah, Shaolin Kung Fu. Um, and then I yeah, trained a good few different classes um, in, in England. Um, and then, yeah, I started doing acrobatic kind of stuff. Um, and then, because um, I was interested in, I don't know, I just found the Shaolin monks and how they could fly. So interesting. <laughs> so I was more definitely, when I was younger, more on the flashier side. Yeah. Of, uh, of martial arts and um, yeah so then and then basically around 20 years old I gave it all up because I was I didn't want to become uh, a martial arts actor I just wanted to become an actor and uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to be um, but then, uh, then um, yeah so I stopped completely and I lived a completely different life quite rebellious kind of life uh, Typical out of work actor kind of <laughs> life, drinking, partying, and, and being reckless. Um, and um, yes, a warrior was my gateway back in. And then um, I had to completely approach it from uh, you know a, a more philosophical standpoint, and more uh, and, and and more. And it's interesting because I found what what attracted me to martial arts when I was younger. Yeah. Um, doesn't attract me anymore. Like I was very much attracted to the flashier moves, the wushu, um, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm, I'm really, I find like Bruce Lee's uh, work and style, and, and also the um, more traditional uh, styles, and also the more economic styles, the Muay Thai, the um, elements of MMA and stuff. I, I find really interesting. So. Um, yeah, season season one for a while it was a lot of Wing Chun training, you know, to get the uh, that traditional uh, background that Samuel has gone through. Yeah. And then season two, I went to Korea uh, for about a month to study with the WTF Taekwondo uh, guys there, and they taught me um, obviously how to kick and not get hurt. And uh, that was a painful process, man, because they every Taekwondo guy there I know, I saw them the team, they're amazing, they're absolutely amazing. But a lot of them, they're like kids, 15, 16. Their knees are, uh, are busted, their ankles are in wraps and everything like that. <laughs> it's, uh, I think Taekwondo is a, a, a young man's uh, martial art. And then, because uh, kicking is, uh, you know, unless you're super talented, like maybe some people who are, can just kick for days and days and days. Um, but, um, but yeah, now I'm definitely more attracted to the, to the more traditional. And so, yeah, my plan was to come back to England after uh, this whole section of filming stuff, and I wanted to start Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But lockdown yeah. happened, can't do it. What can you do? <laughs> well, it, it'll ease eventually. You'll be able to do some training um, at some point, somehow. Yeah, it, it's definitely, now I definitely want to go back to it um, and keep up training, but in a different, uh, yeah, different um different form uh, and, and different things are appealing to me. Um, you know, the, the, uh, I, I find, yeah, different things beautiful about the, uh, about the film, even just the, the, the notion of discipline, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And on, on set and, and sort of pre- prepping for the fight and the stunts, did you sort of train whilst you were there or was, is the schedule too tough to enable you to sort of train every day or did you manage to squeeze in? Just keeping fit, uh, if not um, sort of fight moves and stuff like that. Yeah, well, when you're filming, it's different because you do the boot camp kind of stuff, and then and that's the 
training, main training period. Yeah. And then you do train when you can, when you're filming. Um, but that's a lot to do with the schedule. But yeah, when, when, when the cameras start rolling, a lot of it is about maintenance and going, how do I, well, first of all, not get injured. Yeah. How do I, um, you know, your body's fatigued because you're doing 14 plus hour days. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a lot about maintenance as well. As well, uh, season two, I was trying to get to the lower body fat percentage and, um, and, and, and do that. And uh, that that changes well because you could have trained differently because you're, yeah, you're eating, consuming uh, fewer calories, and yes. um, you having to. Yeah, it's, it's all about maintenance once it comes along. Well. But uh, it must be a fairly long production schedule because you're doing ten eps in a run. So that is a that's a beast of a schedule. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not because it, 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 I, I think I'm 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 more. Uh, that's how I used to spar as well. As I, I was more um, a short distance runner. You know, I was, I, I put everything in my first round. Yeah. And then, you know, you know after that, yeah, 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 yeah. So I never played it. I never played it that clever. I was a bit, I was, I was, I was more, I was similar to a song back in the day, you know, hot, more hot headed and um, yeah. had more to prove. And uh, this was like, okay, this, you've got to be smart. This is not, um, it's different to like a, uh, like maybe how a martial art, uh, uh, would, would, would uh, go to a competition where maybe I know I know they ramp it up for a few months and then they've got a series of fights and then you know yeah. then after that they're there. But we we're doing this for around six months, up to six months I think. And so it's about uh, and also the schedule changes. So you might your fight might fights you might get pushed forward, or you might have a huge block uh, ramp up uh, week. And then you've got a fight scene right at the end of it, or you know, when yeah. you've got a fight scene right at the beginning of it, and you've got to still do work on the acting. So it's a lot about um, just being smart and training smart rather than just training hard once you're filming. Um, I mean, Series uh, 2 was tough because we had a, a bunch of fights that were filmed almost um, right next to each other, side by side. And to bring your A game to that, and the, the, the reality of the filming now is like, you know, 14 hour days yes. of being on set, and then you're outside and it's freezing, and um, you have to constantly warm up and warm down, and you get fatigued and don't warm up, and then you might pull this and pull that, and you're trying to save the energy to give your all. Yeah. So it's very different. Um, screen fighting is very different to, to real fighting, obviously. Absolutely, but it all looks good. I mean, it's made a great series, and and coming in with uh, all of one of the fights you did. Um, and this is a big fight. What was it like fighting and uh, spoiler alert, beating the UFC middleweight champion um, Michael Bisping? And obviously, there's a massive disparity <laughs> in size. So, how yeah. what, did it, what did it feel like? I know, it's, I know, it's, uh, uh, yeah. So, what was that like for you, knowing you were up against him, and then sort of having the, to act into that role of I can do this, I am doing it, it's happening. Yeah, well, I'm I'm intimidated by that, dude. Um, rightfully so. Um, Absolutely. And, he, I, I, and I've got, yeah. I've got absolute respect for someone like him. Like a, a, any UFC, any any fighter, anyone yes. who, who throws themselves into the ring and essentially kind of puts their life on the line. Yeah. Um, I've got absolute so for, for the man Michael Bisping. He he, I've got absolute respect for because um, I, I couldn't do what he he, he did or does, mm. and um, 
he he I've got to say he he um just like everyone on Warrior, I mean he took those uh, you know that that, that, that he, he took I don't want to spoil it but maybe is this going to come out after? There are trailers out already with it in. Right, so anyway, don't worry. Yeah, the, the trailers out already. So that kick to the face, he took that like the man. Did it multiple times. I was. I, I didn't want to disrespect the guy because you know, the, the, okay, it's a character that would um, kick him out, but you know, I, this dude, I, 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 he would turn me to shreds, and I'd happily let him turn me to shreds because I got respect for that dude, <laughs> like for what he does and for what he did, and you know, and, and we don't have that many British UFC champions, do we? Is he the only one? He is our only current one, yes. Yeah, he, yeah, or, or maybe he's the only heavyweight one. So anyway. Um, yeah, so that that was that was thing. But just like anyone said, he, we we knew that this was something bigger uh, than 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 than, uh, than looking cool or being tough. Yeah. And we te- were helping tell a story for uh, for Bruce Lee, for his fans, for for a story uh, for a period of time, and uh, that needs to that you know deserves to have to be told. Um, so there was no ego about it at all. There was no ego about that whatsoever. Um, I, I, I thought the fact that I kick him in the face in one thing, I felt like, is that, oh, I'm not going to have a big fight scene with him? Oh, okay. Uh, it was like a, a kind of a comedic beat there. I hope he's okay with that. Um, and he was. He, there was no ego. He was, he, he, I think he's as much a man, um, a man of principle and integrity um, uh He's, and he, you know, he's a bit of a hothead in the wild card team, but he's a man of his principle and integrity just as much as a, a great fighter. And, um, you know, he, yeah, that was a privilege, I guess. Not many people would be able to say I kicked the... Uh, not many normal people, normal actors like me would be able to say I kicked the UFC champion in the face. So... <laughs> well, to, was, uh, to say you knocked him out as well, clean, yeah. with one kick, that is pretty impressive. So that's <laughs> I damn did. I didn't, I didn't. Michael was fine. I think he. I think he's 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 a great personality in his own right as well. So I think he he also brings uh, brings a lot of stuff to whatever he's involved with. He's, uh, I think I think he's got a, a good acting yeah. career ahead of him um, as well. I'd like to see more of him doing stuff. Yeah, he definitely he's an interesting guy, and I think uh, yeah, he, he. I just really respect that, you know, when because. Hmm. You know, like just I just respect any person who who works. Uh, you know, they 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 put their ego aside, and uh, I think that's how you get good, be part of good performances, good, be, be be part of something good. And uh, he did that, and, and so yeah, I think that's the way I achieved for, for sure. Cool. So, and the sort of follow-on question then, sort of character development and getting yourself into the role of our Sam is. Did you work with Shannon Lee, one of the exec producers of the piece, and, and obviously his, uh, Bruce Lee's daughter, to sort of get a sense of feel about what Bruce Lee was all about? Or, or was she a lot more hands-off and just gave you notes and, and text and stuff like that? Or how, how, how did that um, um, process work? A, a bit of both, actually. I, I, I do remember early on, I said uh, I wanted to have... And we did have a few chats... Um, because I wanted to find out who he was um, behind the the image of the icon, you know. Yeah. I wanted to yeah. find out who he really was, you know, behind closed doors. Um, but she said, um, 
she encouraged me early on to to not focus too much on 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 Bruce Lee and to and that what I was thinking um, of uh, you know with my interpretation of it and um, mm-hmm. what I wanted to do if it was what Bruce Lee would have wanted me to do. So she just encouraged me and um, and she gave me little bits tidbits of information here and there, mm-hmm. um, but nothing more than I needed, I guess. Well, that's a brilliant way forward because otherwise you end up having to try and copy something rather than interpret and I think what she and you've done is is, yeah. is makes me very unique and, and cool which brings yeah. a follow-on question to that is Warrior has had fantastic success around the world series two is on the way but well, it's, it's coming out and um, uh, eagerly, eagerly awaited what do you put down the success to? Is it because it's sort of a, a universal sort of David and Goliath or a good versus bad type story? Or is there something else that's going on as well? Is it sort of some magical chemistry? I think it's, yeah, it's, it's more the magical chemistry. It's, it's uh, cool. the right people, um, the right time, the, the uh, good, good writing, good characters, which were created by good people. And, yes. um yeah, and I, 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 and the, there's so many, so many actors as well. So, so many of the cast, um, they, they, a lot of them brought everything to 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 their roles, and and everyone. And this, I think, the show meant so much to most because most people, uh, most people on the set have either grown up with Bruce Lee or yeah. um, he inspired them. Yes, you know. So it was like, how do we do? How do we do this right? How do you bring justice to to not justice is a bit different. It's more like how do we um, pay homage and our respects to this guy and to the story that he wanted to tell. And I think you know, I think it um, that's probably what people are responding to. You know, and then the, the represent, representation aspect and there's the. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that I think I think it's more of a grey story, you know. It's more there's no necessarily uh, good and bad. Everyone's kind of painted a bit grey and and and, and have, a, have their own motivations and stuff. And I think it's good storytelling mixed with a great cast and then Bert Chan and, and, and making the, the great psychography. It meant so much to so many people. Mm-hmm. Since then, um, other people have gone on to do other jobs. But they still message me, and I'm still in touch with them. And they say that for them, some of these people have been working for 20 years, you know, 30 years, some of them. And they said to them that 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 to them was one of their most special experiences they've had work-wise. So I think it's that magical combination of things that it was bigger than us. So in many ways, it's sort of a defining piece for lots of people. It's become something bigger than the parts has become a yeah, defining. Yeah. I mean, that's what it should be about, you know, like you're telling a good story and you're telling you're doing it right and you're not, it's not about trying to look cool or pretty or whatever, even though there's some of that aspect to it. Um, you know, beneath that, there's, there's, a, there's a real heartbeat there, which I think, um, yeah, is, is such an important thing for any story. Well, just a slight tangent from that then. Do you think there's a similarity between um, the the tough lives and uh, that tough people had to lead, lead in in both Warrior and Peaky Blinders? Is it sort of a, 
a common thread between them? Partly you were in both. I, I think so. I think there's probably a lot of uh, you know, the zeitgeist of, of what uh, yes. is conscious for people in uh, um, you know, there's certain beliefs and feelings that we all, I think, universally or, or on this world we have. And I think, you know, certain stories really resonate with, yeah. um, you know, seem to kick off. And I, I think, like, you know, Breaking Bad, for example, that, you know, blew up and way bigger than what they first thought. And it was a similar thing about a guy who's, uh, is about an underdog who's trying to make the best of a bad situation uh, or what he can. And I think those stories, we've never seen that with an, uh, you know, with this kind of Asian um, twist to it, to yeah. Warrior, but, uh, um, I mean, at least in the West. And um, I think that is something that people, I'm attracted to personally. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's a story of, you know, people who are yeah, trying to be, it kind of inspires you first that it's not as bad as uh, as as back then. And those people, watching people who make it work and make it best out of bad situation work or make tough decisions, I think that is something that we're all interested in, I think. Brilliant answer to a not very good question. I did not, didn't phrase it very well. Um, <laughs> but it was it sort of coming, coming around to the idea that sort of, I mean, the, it's the legacy of Bruce Lee um, and the same thing with Peaky Blinders and things like that is, is they're telling stories that are, are still relevant today in that they're sort of dealing with racial barriers and boundaries that Bruce Lee broke down. And then the main thing is that standing up with the little guy of uh, that sort of the David and Goliath type uh, story arc. Yeah. Um, as well. So, yes, you did answer it brilliantly. Well, I just had to say on that note. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, but I just had to quickly, but... Yeah, it's quite eerily, some things are quite eerily relevant and things or bits of history that we've done before and then we look to the current climate and go, oh, we haven't changed that much or we've, you know, or or on a belief level, we're, you know, humans is pretty similar, even though we've got technology and fancy stuff all around us, it's on a belief level and a human level, it it kind of strikes something, oh my God, damn, we need to change, we need to, you know, it hasn't changed that much since back then, even though the exterior formed, you know, we've got fancy cars and laptops and stuff. But Exactly. Yeah, it's shocking sometimes. It is. So on, a, on a sorry, different note, it's from series one to series two. Do you, did you feel you sort of had to change up our Sam and bring new things, new, new sort of elements to the character, or have you sort of kept it fairly consistent? Um, yeah, I, de- I definitely, yeah, definitely, man. I, I felt like there was a lot of this talk about um, a Western of how this is like a Western, and I was like, oh, yes. okay, this episode five is a Western, but what about the whole show? And it is, the format is similar. It's a drifter who comes to town, learns of the problems of the town, yeah. just like, a, you know, the traditional, um, there's a thought, there's a word, there's a phrase that, um, uh, learn, I can't remember, the, the terminology that they're using for that drifter character that comes from out of town, learns to play out the town. It's like the Jimbo. Um, yeah. And then he learns the fight and he fights for, for the people, that, you know. And so season one was very much him just learning about it and seeing the world and almost reacting and kind of um, unable to make the change. And so when I was discussing stuff with Jonathan, he was like, I think now's the time that he's going to be on his front foot. He knows who to trust and who not to trust. And, and um, he knows uh, the game a lot better here. So he's going to be on his front foot driving for things a lot more. So this is the stage the Western where they're, they're starting to become more involved and 
and, and taking action now. They're in a position to take action. Um, I think season one, he was uh, very reactive, um, and, and he had to be because he's a complete fish out of the water. But now season two was like, I want to, you know, I wonder. Really, he's got to be kind of driving for for trying to make things. Uh, stirring stuff up and making change and creating different things and he's a smart guy he's got he's a witty smart guy so he's going to be playing with uh, a lot of uh, uh, chess pieces you know yeah. so there was that element which was um, added to the other line cool cool well yeah. it's all good I've, I've, I'm up to uh, episode 8 and I'm, I've been loving it um, so thank you oh man you've got two months to go We've got two episodes to go, yeah. So. Okay, I think, I think I'm, I'm hoping, I don't want to raise your, well, no, I'll raise your expectations. We're in for a treat, I reckon. Cool, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it nice and slow. I didn't yeah. want to, I binged at the beginning and then I thought, no, I've got to slow down just so I can uh, enjoy it. Anyway, uh, so next question <laughs> is, um, obviously the production returned to the San Francisco set in South Africa. What is special about filming in that great country? Is there anything about it? Is it particularly unique, or just can you talk a bit about sort of the whole process of making the show? Yeah, I mean, so the Cape Town, there's, I think people were talking about there's the magic energy there uh, because yeah. there's this huge mountain, there's the beach uh, nearby, it's sunny, there's, it's incredibly beautiful, but then obviously there's um, the the, the um, poorer, tough parts of it, which we can see, and um, but the people there, the the mindset that they they a lot of them have, especially the crew, um, like if we didn't have such great crew on South Africa in, in Cape Town and Warrior, uh the show probably might not be uh, what it is, you know. And uh, I think they helped make that happen. And it's a relatively small budget warrior um, for a TV show of what it looks to be, you know. Um, but they, um, I think, even, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's people that they, they, a lot of the actors that I speak to and, and even some of the, the, the team, um, production team, like they, they felt that they were creating something special and, um, they were part of it and some of the people like all the stuff that you don't know that goes on in a film set like you know you've got you might be having a really down day and then an AD you know have a chat with you and lifts your spirits and it makes you kind of not question your life <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. there were so many moments of that and there was, was so many good people on that shoot that um and so it was the people there it was their spirit it was the, you know oh, my makeup artist Amanda she mm. You know, the season two was tough because she and she was there, and uh, there were so many people that were there, which for everyone that um, as a family, uh, you know, a big extended family, kind of made it work. And then there's on top of that, there's the down food, and that food is amazing, and <laughs> it was hard to uh, uh, resist a lot of the things <laughs> there. <laughs> and great wine as well. Great, oh yeah, great wine. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I couldn't drink that much, but some people went on them, them wine tours. Um, what do they call it? Wine uh, things tours. Yeah, they come back absolutely trashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big ones to cover. Yeah, that wine is great. Then a last question. Then okay. it is, uh, what are your plans now? Is it more TV, more movies, some theatre? Obviously, lockdown's going to get in the way of whatever it is, anything. And is there a possibility for Series 3? 
I'd like to say that there is, please. Yeah, well, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm doing, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm cutting you off because I think it's, uh, it's a bit choppy, but, uh, uh, connection. Um, yeah, so I've got, the, I've got uh, I'm going to work on another film, and I've just done a, uh, a film, uh, a G.I. Joe kind of thing, um, before that. For season three, it's, it's obviously a lot of the, um, just the whole film industry is in um, a state of yes. flux right now, um, and this whole changeover um, stuff. Um, it's definitely our, so many of our people's intentions to to finish the story off and to 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 bring it to to wrap it up properly and um, cool. you know finish telling the story that Bruce wanted to tell. Like this is more than just a TV show. It's a huge um idea come to life from a legend and, and i think we want, all of us we want to finish it off in the way that i think it rightfully deserves so it's it's all, in all of our intentions to do that it's just up to the fans and the reception to um to help make some noise to to make that happen you know um and then we, then we can uh put it in action you know it might it might be something like deadwood you know where they revive it back in a couple of times for yeah a mini series or something where they finish it off and 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 bring it all together who knows basically right now who knows but my my sense of watching the screen as i've been privileged to see um i think it, it has definitely built on series one extends it it's as interesting action-packed and great story and really, I want to see more of it. So I hope um, that more of it happens. Um, and I hope to get to talk to you again um, uh, at some future point. Yeah. And maybe if uh, some things, we can actually do a filmed interview with you um, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a pleasure, man. Yeah. Cool. Hopefully at one point or something. Yeah. That'd be good. And I'm really glad you enjoyed the show, though, because, yeah, a lot of, a lot of hard work and heart went into it. And, you can, on it, in every um, on every uh, uh, frame, it's there. You can you can see it. some stunning fights, and uh, good on you for pulling it off. And um, uh, it's uh, everybody. It's it's a great show. So I'm, I've, I've enjoyed it. So much well. Nice. Well, yeah. thank oh, thank, oh, thank you very I'm much for your time. Get wait. Get, get, why don't you get to nine and ten? Well, nine and ten. I want to. Yeah, I want to. I'm, I'm curious to what uh, to how you how you like the. Uh, the ending of it. Oh, I can't wait. So. Yeah, well, you have to let us know and, and we'll report back to Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay, well, thank, thank you very much, much Andrew. Uh-huh. Look forward to speaking to you again. Take care of yourself. And you too. Thank yeah. you. Pleasure, man. Okay, yeah. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.